What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to GDN's Talking Comics interview. On today's show, we welcome two talented creators, Matt Borse and Ben Clarkson. Ben and Matt are the creative force behind Ahoy Comics' Justice Warriors. A satirical look at police portrayals and society as a whole. Available starting in June. Now, here's your host, Martin Sexton. Welcome to another edition of GVN's Talking Comics. I am your host, Martin, and today we have the opportunity to talk to two great creators. Pulitzer Prize finalist Matt Bores, who is a cartoonist, writer, editor, and founder of the website The Nib, and the illustrator, artist, and animator Ben Clarkson. But now, Matt and Ben are combining their talents for a satirical and humorous look at police portrayals and society as a whole in their new series, Justice Warriors, which is coming to Ahoy Comics in June. So we're going to talk about their backgrounds, their work in their perspective fields, and their new book for Ahoy. So let's welcome Matt Boers and Ben Clarkson to GVN's Talking Comics. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Happy to be here. All right, I appreciate it. Now, uh, we usually start, especially for uh, the creators that we haven't had an opportunity to talk to uh, previously. We're going to talk a little bit about your history. So I'm going to start with you, Matt. Uh, what got you started in cartooning uh, and political cartooning in particular? And did you have anyone that maybe inspired you or who you admired in that genre that made you pursue that direction? Yeah, I, you know, I've always been into comics and wanted to draw comics since I was a kid, you know, starting with Ninja Turtles and X-Men and all that. And then just as I got older, the kinds of comics that I wanted to do changed uh, over time. Um, I was never really that into strips or editorial cartooning until, until I wanted to do them, which was like in the aftermath of 9-11, particularly the run-up to the Iraq wars. When I started doing them, I was in college and uh, started doing stuff about the Bush administration and the Iraq war. And I just started and then didn't stop for 18 years. Um, so people in that in that genre, I looked uh, I looked up to was like Tom Tomorrow, Ruben Balling, like that Durf, like that school of um, alt weekly style of editorial cartooning. And you know, then I went on to have a whole career in it. And um, but nonfiction cartooning and and just doing genre stuff comic books was still sort of in you know uh in the background of my mind of, of what I always wanted to do so now filing finally getting around to do that with justice work all right great. all right okay Ben same question for you uh you know you've established an international presence with your work but uh, uh what got you interested in illustration and animation and eventually band posters and, and did you have anyone that inspired you to get into it I mostly got into it for the money <laughs> Uh, it hasn't really worked out, but uh, I, I keep dreaming. Uh, yeah, no, I, I draw. I can't do anything else. I'm, uh, I'm completely incapable of having a job. So drawing and then exchanging that, those drawings for money through the internet has been great. Um, in terms of inspiration, uh, I'm a huge Robert Crumb fan. 
Uh, I love Gary Larson. Gary Larson blew my brain uh, when I discovered him when I was like 10, 11 years old. I had, until my mom threw him out when she moved, I had every single Farside collection, every single book. I even had like, they had the collections and the books and I would have both because they would like leave out one or two cartoons from the collections just in the editing. And I was like, well, I have to have all of them. I have to have every single Farside cartoon. I'm a real Farside uh, psychopath for a long time. And then after that, I got into Mobius. Um, and then like a bunch of really obscure stuff like John R. Neal from the Wizard of Oz books I was obsessed with for a long time. And uh, just keep drawing. I got into Ralph Bakshi a lot. I, I think that's about it for inspiration. All right. Okay. So now, uh, so guys, your new book is, of course, Justice Warriors that you're doing through Ahoy. Uh, so how did the collaboration for this series come about? And this is for either one of you to start on. Uh, and uh, was this something that you thought of and then pitched to Ahoy? Or is this something uh, that Ahoy came to you and said, hey, do you have an idea for a comic? It really started with online harassment. Uh, I started just uh, out of the blue. I, I slid into Matt's DMs, his direct messages, and just started harassing him to leave his job, uh, his, his successful career as a political cartoonist, and uh, spend time online with a guy he's never met. Is that what happened, Matt? <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. The, yeah, so in the summer of uh, 2020, Ben uh, was in my DMs because he had um animation an animation kickstarter for justice warriors that he had you know self self-made and produced and uh asked me to write and produce for it but i didn't um i didn't see them at first until he sort of followed up and was like hey just reminding you uh that you can uh promote my kickstarter and come work with me if you want and then you know I, there was a lot going on in the summer of 2020 you might remember yes uh, <laughs> There's the pandemic. There was nationwide protests. I was I was living in Portland, Oregon at the time, where there was like um, shit was getting serious, and I, so I, I missed the message from him at first. I'm glad he followed up, or else we wouldn't have uh, we wouldn't have done this. So uh, to your second question, then obviously we we came up with it ourselves, um, and we pitched it to a couple of places, and uh, Ahoy uh, was was definitely the the best fit for it. In the place that wanted it and you know and then here we are it's been i guess it's almost two years later that it will it'll come out because it comes out this summer and again i'm not surprised actually that it ended up going through ahoy because uh tom pyre who i've talked to a number of times it has a real knack for bringing in talented creators uh who have a you kind of a unique and humorous slant on things matter of fact he pretty much kind of requires a, a sense of humor in uh, most of the stuff so and he also doesn't seem to flinch when it, you know it might be considered controversial uh so uh that seems like it was a, a great fit there um okay so Justice Warriors, can you uh, tell us a little bit about, about what the book's about and uh, what uh, readers can expect to see? Uh, Justice Warriors is the story of the world's first perfect city. Uh, it's Bubble City. It is a domed city somewhere. Uh, it's never really geographically explained, uh, but it is a city with no crime, no discrimination. Everyone is equal. Everyone's healthy. Everyone is provided for. The only problem is outside of the bubble is a vast, almost unending mega favela 
called the uninhabited zone where the majority of the residents What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. ...of the planet live, and uh, there, there is a lot of crime. So the Bubble City Police Department has to make sure that they don't get too uppity. And so the book follows, uh, it's a buddy cop story, which follows two uh, recently partnered cops, Swamp Cop, who is sort of a creature from the Black Lagoon mixed with Peter Griffin and his partner, who is an anthropomorphic piece of feces named Shit. <laughs> and they get fast food and they end up stumbling upon a vast criminal online conspiracy to remake society in the image of an organization called Libra. Okay, so actually, when I was telling my wife a little bit about the book, uh, uh, the character uh, Shit so, so uh, immediately struck her as funny, which kind of tells you about my wife. You know, you guys are both artists. So as the process went, how did you decide on the comic, you know, who was going to do the drawing, who was going to do what? Because uh, usually when you have two artists, they kind of you know, are pretty strongly opinionated of how they want things to look. We did a boxing match <laughs> at 12 rounds and- I lost. Well, Ben won in a controversial decision, uh, which I don't agree with, but it was that you have to abide by the judges. Uh, no, you know, it's, it's Ben's um, project. Like he thought of this world uh, before I came on board. And I, I think there wasn't really a, yeah, and he, uh, you know, he was, he was always going to draw it. Um, and so we co-write it and, you know, I contribute some stuff if I have ideas, we, I draw it up and we're very collaborative and I, I have back, back matter that I, that I do for this. Um, like, like a kind of a, a mugshot page for a criminal that's in the, uh, in the issue and a one page strip that sort of takes place in the world of the us and the bubble. Um, so, you know, that's, that's how we go about it. Ben's, this is Ben's first comic, which I like to, uh, bring up because the art is so amazing on it. And I think once people see it, especially in later issues, when we kind of get real big and start doing crazy stuff, um, people are going to be amazed. I know that when I, you know, when I first looked at it, of course, the, the, the character that, uh, is kind of temporary at the beginning reminded me of Nick Fury, the old Nick Fury with the eye patch and everything. And I don't know if that was, uh, intentional or not, but that's exactly what I initially thought when I first saw it. Uh, but, uh, so we, you know, you're going through Ahoy. Did, uh, Tom give you any restrictions of what you could or couldn't talk about, or do you pretty much leave it to you guys to decide, you know, present the story, how you want to present it? Matt, uh, Tom cut one joke, and I am still sore about this joke because <laughs> it's a joke I've had for years. Uh, and that's about it. Tom, Tom has been, uh, Tom has sort of shoved us out into the world to make our comic as we see fit. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was saying, don't suppose you could tell us what the joke is that he, <laughs> he cut out. <laughs> It'll be back. <laughs> it'll be back there's no way that it's too good of a joke you know what is this how many issues is this six six okay so if it goes as well as most of hoy books do uh do you have enough material to maybe do a, another volume of it 
we've got material to right now to do six or seven volumes of it. And, and really that's the plan. I mean, this is a, this is not a story that, that ends. This is a beginning of a, uh, a com a com a running ongoing comic book that you know if it was if it was just a sequential series like you know comics used to do we'd do 100 straight issues but you know the mode today more is um you know mini series uh so yeah we intend i mean we hope to do this you know one a year or whatever the pace is um forever i mean you know 10 years we, we, have, we have a lot of ideas for the world of you know bubble city and the police department and the us allow us to talk about the economy and social movements and police and um you know i won't give anything away before we even before anyone even reads the first issue of the first series but we have we have definitely have planned out like what the second third and fourth volume would be Oh, so Matt, you know, you're talking about that because, you know, I think I just read that you're recently, you know, as you said, we're kind of retiring from the political cartoon. This is kind of a natural extension of that, is it? I mean, because like I said, it gives you an opportunity to kind of discuss the same types of things, but in the series format. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's why Ben reached out to me. You know, I had written for some animation that I uh, drew or, you know, worked on as a producer and wrote um, that was kind of animated nib stuff. Um, but you know, I was getting burned out on political cartoons anyway. So th this came out, this, this came about as at the the right time for me. Cause I was, I'd been kind of thinking about getting out of it for years anyway. And then, uh, you know, this came along and I, I, I like, I like writing about politics and what's going on in this format a lot better. You know, you, you get to have a lot more fun with it. You get to tell an actual story um we have a lot of over-the-top ultra-violent action and you just get to you know political cartoons you have to be a lot more didactic and get to your point and make sure no one sort of misinterprets you and with an actual story you can sort of uh you know you don't have to you don't have to smash people in the face with a sledgehammer quite as hard we do we do smash people in the face with a sledgehammer but it's for the viewer's enjoyment yeah and people in the comic get their face smashed into oh, but just ripped to pieces <laughs> well, all right okay well uh that's what i got for you guys and i thank you both for your time but, but like i said before i let you go i want to give you both an opportunity to maybe discuss any other projects you might have be going on and uh we'll start with you matt well the only other thing I do right now is I run the Nib, uh, which is a site for political cartoons and nonfiction comics, and we produce a regular magazine. But um, other than that, it's just Justice Warriors. Your your turn there, Ben. Uh, Justice Warriors is a sixty-hour-a-week job right now with the <laughs> with what I'm doing with the art. Uh, so I I literally have no bandwidth for anything but sleep minor carbohydrate intake and uh yelling at my children all right that's it well i appreciate it guys and we'll be uh following justice words uh pretty much continuously and uh hopefully we get the chance to talk to you again real soon all right great thanks right. it was a pleasure all right thank you thank you for listening to gvn's talking comics please come back again talking comics is a production of geek vibes nation What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.